Hi, welcome to the Jeremy Love Me podcast. This is a podcast where we write letters, pieces of advice to our past selves about things we'd wish we'd known. I'm Brooke Upholzer. I'm T. Boyich. And sorry about like not recording last week, but we had a lot of just uh, issues and I like just, scheduling. And also Some, I just didn't want to. And sometimes I, I And we're the boss the, of this. Yeah, this is there's we answer to nobody except for the two of us. Like, yeah, we're the bosses. Someone let us be grown-up bosses of things, and so sometimes that means we're not gonna do it. And by <laughs> somebody let us be bosses, it was us because was us. we decided to be bosses. <laughs> it's true. We decided, and then we also decided that last week maybe we didn't need to do it. Which I have to say, I'm yeah. really proud of ourselves, proud of us that it took until July for us to be like. To skip a week and be like, just it's right. Like, we're nah. just not, yeah. That that's how we Let's have a blame lot it on of the holidays. Yeah, you know what? We're gonna blame it on the holiday because um, we can. And by holiday, I'm not saying Fourth of July because you know oh, no. there was there was nothing to celebrate. I'm talking about Hamilton dropping. Damn right, on Disney you are. Plus. Damn and, right. Um. So we one we tried watching it on the roof, and there were some audio issues. So we watched it in my living room, and I realized that because you know it's clearly it's a live recording. Mm-hmm. Um, it does it doesn't sound like a cast album, but it 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 didn't sound like it. The the leads were be singing above the ensemble. It all sounded mm. too blended. But but I just realized that if you have an Apple TV and you have AirPods, you can connect your AirPods to the Apple TV and watch the full Squales TV and listen with your AirPods, and it sounds flawless, Amazing. flawless. Shit. You hear everything, and I. So I just finished Act Two today because I like kind of spread it out. Yeah, I've been, I've been breaking it up, like hold it off. And I, I, I didn't even sob in the um, theater like for this part. But when Philippa Sue takes that final breath, I finally realized it was her seeing like Eliza seeing the legacy that she gets to tell, and she's like, "Our story is going to be told every night." And like you, she just embodies that moment, and it made me just sob, sob. Like so good. I didn't, I didn't cry when Lawrence died, like I did in the show, like when I did it when I saw it live. I didn't cry when Hamilton dies, like when I saw it live. I sobbed at Philippa Sue. Yeah, sobbed. That's fair. Yeah, so I'm so I celebrated Hamilton. <laughs> yeah, I uh, didn't. I I also watched Hamilton, but I didn't go out on the Fourth of July because you know there's still a global pandemic happening. That's correct. So I stayed in my house and uh, what did I do? I watched uh, Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, and then I got a little drunk, and then I repurchased the book because I lost my Prisoner of Azkaban, and now I'm rereading it. Nice. Let me see. I do. I have the Prisoner. What is? Is that that's, that's three. three? Yeah, I have it up I, there. I have the. Have. I have the, the, what's called, the one that with all the cool drawings. Ooh, I have that for one. But I have one, I have one, two, four, five, six, mm-hmm. and seven. Uh, no, and I don't have seven, so I'm missing seven and, well, now I'm just missing seven because I was missing seven and three. But that's what I did. Nice. So I'm going to call it Harry Potter Day. That's the, uh, that's a much better holiday then. Yeah. Than right now. Uh, and you know what? Harry Potter is, is written by nobody. Did you know no, that? <laughs> it's, uh, it, it is a, it's a true story. And um, it's just... It's like, it's like the Bible. Harry Potter wrote it. And, Harry Potter um, wrote it. That's the end of that. <laughs> it was written by Rubius Hagrid. <laughs> and it's a fantastic book series written by Rubius Hagrid. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. Congratulations, Rubius. It's written by Michelle Obama. <laughs> We're just going to stick with that because I love her and she's... Uh, Fallen human. She's flawless. So congrats, Michelle Obama, on your great book, Harry Potter. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, oh gosh. I want that on a t-shirt. Congrats, <laughs> Michelle Obama, on your 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 bestseller, Harry Potter. Harry Potter. <laughs> Speaking of which, if you haven't watched Becoming on Netflix, I highly... I have not... Highly, have you not read the book? No. And I have the bitch. book here because because Grace left her copy with me like a year and a half ago. No, and I just, I've been meaning to, and it's so good. I need to. I Read I it and then that. watch the yeah, Netflix I, series. I wanted to read episode. it first. Read it. It'll be so good. You're going to love it. Uh, amazing. So speaking of things that we've been doing in quarantine, uh, today's oh, episode. Nice. Today's episode is about what we wish we knew before we went into quarantine. You know, because uh, hindsight is everything. And uh, so we're going to talk about it now so that when, if the world decides to continue to not take this seriously and we're locked down for even longer, 
we can continue pop, pop doing the Florida and Texas. Oh, Jesus. And they were like, they felt like they were so immune, especially, mm, especially in Texas. They were like, and Florida, but they were just like, everybody was like, oh, it's not so bad here. Blah, blah, blah. And now New York is like doing pretty great. And then now yeah. they're just going to yeah. shit. Because New Yorkers, we just do what we're told. You know, we might not agree with it, but we're not going to bitch about it. We're just going to be like, well, that's what pissed me off. When people in other countries or other uh, countries, other um, states were bitching about quarantine. I'm like, you know, my apartment is the size of your garage and I am not bitching. And I'm in here with my husband and my dog. Yeah. So suck it up. And I honestly have never seen, when I go to the grocery store here, I've never seen somebody not wear a mask. I've never seen somebody being belligerent about wearing Mm -hmm. a mask. And I have never seen, I've seen people on the street not wear them, but I have seen, but those tend to those people do keep their distance. Like they, they are conscious of keeping their distance. And so I, I try to distance myself further from them. Um, so, but like still like the 99% of people are wearing most people here are taking it seriously, which is good. That's correct. But we're going to talk about that. So I am going to read your letter first. Okay. Okay. Sounds great. You ready? I am ready. Dear me, there's a new virus going around. I don't mean to scare you, but it's going to completely change the way you live your life for the foreseeable future. Hell, we are still in this now. But even though there are now spikes of normalcy, we are still fighting it. There are a lot of things I wish I knew before heading into quarantine and living life through a pandemic. So here it is. Some things that will make your life easier, safer, happier, healthier, and saner during this time of insanity. Number one, wear a mask. From the very beginning, Michael was smart before the virus even spread. He found nice masks and ordered them before they sold out. Do not be afraid to wear this around even before it's mandatory. Sure, you are going to get weird looks at the beginning. The weird looks will soon turn into people constantly stopping you asking where they can also buy one, and soon the entire world, well, all the people with even somewhat of a brain, will be wearing masks everywhere outside their living quarters. This not only keeps you safe, but it keeps those around you safe in case you are asymptomatic. You've recently gotten tested for the virus to see if you ever had it, and it turns out you haven't. Me neither. Yeah. It is truly because of the precautions you take whenever you are outside. A fucking men. Uh, Michael bought masks back in... It was like January, wasn't January it? January or February. It was mm-hmm. very... There wasn't a lot of hype. There was a lot of like people who were... Uh, some people were starting to bulk buy on stuff like with cans of their beans and rice uh-huh. and stuff, but not not to the point where it was, you know, right before we started into quarantine. But um, I he got these really nice N99 masks and I would mm-hmm. wear mine around. And even my bosses were like, oh, my God, that's amazing. Wow. I like we love we love that you wear that mask. And um, but I would go um, in walking around New York, around the Upper West Side, and people would give me weird looks. Like, mm-hmm. like at first, I totally remember that, and like being like, "What?" And I remember FaceTiming some friends in Florida, and they're like, "Oh my god, you look so weird!" Like with the face mask on, like you <laughs> look like you look scary, like and like I'd I'd message my nephews, like and they would FaceTime me when I was walking, and I would answer, and then they would be like, "Don't, Auntie, take that off. It's scary." And Aww. now it's like, but now it's just so ingrained, Normal. like that you're just like, "Oh, yep, Brooks outside. She's wearing a mask." And um, I but I remember kind of feeling a little weird about it at first, being like, I, I'm not wearing this because I want to make a statement. I'm wearing it because I want to continue working Same. and being healthy. Right. Like, I don't want to get sick. And I want to get the people I work with sick. So, like, I'm going to take as many precautions as I can. Mm-hmm. And then when hand sanitizer started going out, Michael found on Amazon, like, bless him, chef's kiss. He did so great for this quarantine. He found the Purell thing that's right outside oh, my door. Yeah, and it's you the have, like, automatic. the automatic one. I have, like, the big bulk door automatic one. You just put your hand under it and it mm-hmm. squirts it out. And you just put it on your hands and good to go like that was such a good thing and I just I remember even I was like Jesus Brooke you are prepared and you're like T I think it's gonna be a big thing and I was like I don't know and now here I am in my apartment like (laughs) no fuck I just put up like these really pretty like rose gold hooks right by that oh my gosh station for masks I literally my whole so my entryway door is metal and I found yeah. super strong magnetic hooks oh, so perfect. I hung up like and a, and I have a basket a magnetic basket for all of our masks so it's like we have a whole station I told Dave I'm like listen there are aspects of quarantine I like like if people just continue to stay the hell away from me and also wear masks not mad about it 
I would actually not be mad about masks at no. all, especially when you're sick. You know, that's Japanese culture is yep. too, and Chinese planes, culture too. And sure. especially just wear a mask when you're sick or you're feeling like you have a cold to protect mm-hmm. others. And I feel like, well, I've, I'm the healthiest I've ever been yeah. right now. Agreed. And it's because I've been wearing a mask and I am usually at this point in the season, I have a really bad cough. And it's mm-hmm. because of like my surroundings but i have not had a bad cough my mom even said she's like brooke i don't think you've ever gone this long without having a cough in your life and i think it's because i've been wearing a mask so you're right i'm all for it yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna continue to wear masks for a while i think it definitely like as i ride the subway and stuff once that starts opening up again for sure i'm wearing masks for a long until there's a vaccine probably realistically most likely as well yeah yeah i'm i'm totally there with you i don't see a reason why i wouldn't they're not that uncomfortable and everyone can breathe in them. Relax. Some and they're cute now. Cute. I got real cute yeah, ones. I was like, yeah, I was gonna say, okay. Some of them are cute. I have some. Re- oh, and actually, I'll tag the company in this. Um, I think it's called. I forget the name of the company. Uh, Construct. But it is a black female owned business and they make the cutest fucking masks. Like okay, so, get some. so cute. I got all these prints. They're amazing. They come in like packs of six and three, and they're great. Mm-hmm. And they're and they and they have adjustable ear things. Oh, nice! So they can fit to your face perfectly. And I, I'm obsessed with them. Great. Okay. Number two. Oh, I have this on my list. <laughs> Reach out for professional help right away. The moment it took me to start taking the the moment it took me to start taking antidepressants slash anti anxiety meds was toppling on the floor because the store forgot part of my order, and that meant I had to go back outside and walk only three blocks. But it was still outside, and I was still so shaken up about leaving the safety of my home. You have felt the pangs of anxiety and depression for years, but with this newfound time away from work and others, you can focus on yourself, your symptoms, the side effects of your medication, and find what works best for you. It was truly a life-changing decision to finally admit that maybe it was time to face the imbalance in my brain and tackle it with a little bit of outside help. Yeah. I mean, we even talked about it on this podcast, me saying I was, I was, I think it's when, um, uh the the one of our mini episode letters the the, oh, very, the i'm not okay one yeah the very no the very the, the, the very sweet boy who played uh roger and rent not roger oh Mark yeah um, and rent. yes um and he talked about being on antipsychotics and how mm-hmm. that scared him at first but then he realized he was he was himself it was just an imbalance in his brain yep. and the medication was what was making him himself and actually like he kind of like pushed me to to realize mm-hmm. it's okay like it's it's not i'm not not myself because no. of this i you're your best self i'm now my best self and it's oh yeah and, and when i first told michael that i he was the first person i like had told beside you mm-hmm. i think you were the first person i told and i was like okay i'm heading on medication <laughs> um he he got really nervous like he mm-hmm. actually got upset and i and i i got really upset at him because i was like well you're my person you're supposed to be the one who was in with me for this and it, he wasn't i then i realized you know after about a month of being on the medication and him seeing how much like better i was more motivated like i wasn't laying in bed all day like wallowing in self-pity i wasn't having anxiety attacks trying to go outside and he said it's because i love you so much and i want to protect you i want to fix what is broken in your life and because i couldn't do that i felt like a failure and so like he put hit my stuff on him and so he felt like the failure not me like i like him be getting mad made me feel like i was a failure but then you were like what am i doing wrong once once we realized or once he he communicated to me that it made him feel like a failure for not being able to be there for me and me having to find outside help but now realizing that is exactly what i needed everything is like great like so now i understand why he got upset about it Well, I'm really proud of you because I did the same thing and like it's – I found a new psychiatrist because my psychiatrist before this was a little bit of like a vending machine where I would just be like, I want this and this. And he would be like, okay. Yeah. And I was like, I don't think that that's a great idea because I'm not a no. doctor. So I right. found a new girl who was like, um, you've been on Xanax since you were 16? I'm like, yep. And she's like, that's not great. No, so you There don't. are other medications you can use. So I contacted you then and was like, what are – like how do you feel, blah, blah, blah. And you helped me through my first couple weeks of symptoms. And I actually told Dave yesterday, I'm like – think I'm having a manic episode but I have never had a manic episode and he's like or maybe the medication is just finally working (laughs) he's like maybe you're just happy (laughs) oh my god and I was like oh (laughs) if this is how I feel all the time I am not upset about this I'm more upset that I didn't do this 16 years ago 
That's that's his. <laughs> I think I'm having a manic episode. Yeah, I was like, I think I'm having a manic episode, and I'm really afraid of the fallout, and I don't know what's happening. He's like, or you're just happy, or you're just allowing yourself to be happy without the. I always felt like depression was this just block of like oh. this wall where like my happiness was there and it was kind of trickling over the wall, but then it like wasn't down, and like my medication has helped me bring down that wall ever so slightly. It's not something that is just like whoom. It's like ever so slightly I can feel myself like getting stuff more stuff done, being oh, more yeah. productive, having more creativity in my ideas, like and wanting to pursue those. Like even just like my moods from second to second, if something happens in my life, my ability to react to it is so much more um, logical. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But I fucking love my antidepressants. They're amazing. There's that quote that's like the that I I read in one of the episodes, my mom's favorite. It's the attitude one. And oh, yeah, the life is. 10% 10% what happens to you and 90% how do you re- how you react to it but I want to like amend that and say like life is 10% what happens to you like 50% how you react to it and 40% which antidepressants you're on correct that's the correct <laughs> answer that's amazing yeah <laughs> oh man oh, okay but long story short y'all if you are struggling trust me I talked to my psychiatrist and I was like are how have the appointments been? She's like, we have seen such a spike of people needing antidepressants. So don't think that this is just you. This is not. This is pretty much everybody. And also, if you're a little bit afraid of like talking to your doctor or if you don't like have insurance to talk to a doctor Mm -hmm. through, um, I went through a company called Brightside and it's because I'm on very minimal insurance that doesn't cover. Yeah, you're on like catastrophe only. Yeah, so it doesn't even cover mental health. So even if I did go see my personal doctor in person, they Mm -hmm. wouldn't, and my doctor doesn't have, my GP doesn't have um, Teladoc. Um, Uh He's kind of older and, um, but so the fact that I got to do this whole exam it was like it took me about 45 minutes to do this whole survey and it and it's assessed where my depression and anxiety levels were and then we I set up a zoom call with the doctor and she talked to me like for about like 20 minutes about like what I've been feeling how long like what do I think this stemmed from like and where do all my fears come from and she said you know I that this is not an exact science mental health is not an exact science right if if you're if this doesn't work for you then we try something else but like you need to just constantly check in and take those surveys and that way we can examine your ebbs and flows and luckily mine you know the first medication I went on worked really well and then I was taking half and then I needed to take the full one and then I realized Mm -hmm. the full one made me like not want to get out of bed like that's where I'm at they just cut me in half I just like two days ago because I was like I don't have any motivation and I was like I don't know if this quarantine or the medication she's like it might be the medication yeah so you could so I cut it back in half and I feel great so now I know that I need to be on 10 milligrams not 20 like it's 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 on a 25 from 50 (laughs) (laughs) which maybe explains why I was like I don't want to do anything and just gonna lay here forever Yeah, so um, it's not an exact science. So don't be afraid. And this is, I feel like this is such a great time to do it because you are, you, all you have to worry about is yourself right now. Mm -hmm. Like when you're inside, when you're outside, worry about other people too. But when you're inside, you're just worrying about yourself. You're worrying about your health. So you are constantly keeping track of how am I feeling today? Like, am I nervous? Am I excited? Am I this? Am I that? And then you can go through those ebbs and flows of side effects of medication and realize that um, you can go go back to your normal life and be okay with the side effects such as drowsiness mm-hmm. or like lack night of like, sweats. night sweats. Oh my God. Night oh my God. Sweats. The night sweats the wow. first couple of days. Yeah. yeah. I woke up duh wrenched. Yeah. And then like the, like the sexual aspects of the, yeah. um, the side effects of medication like that, that d- depends on what you are and some go up, some go down. Like you mm-hmm. just gotta, you gotta deal with it. Yeah. So, figure it out. I feel like this was a really great time to just ex- not experiment myself, but experiment no. with the doctor and getting that uh, balance back. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Oh my gosh. I have this one too. We're the same person. Okay. Number three, do not feel like you have failed if you are not productive. We are living through a pandemic for crying out loud. Your job is to stay inside, stay healthy, and find the small things to be grateful for. Want to spend the entire day playing Animal Crossings? Fine. Do it. It's a great mate to make. Uh, it's a great way to connect with friends and make new ones. Want to spend all day reading a book? Wonderful. Get out of reality for a little while. You deserve it. 
Want to do everything you've been putting off for months? Great. What a fantastic time to do it. Want to be upset and stay in bed? Do it. Your heart and your soul are grieving the time that has been taken from the world. So far, you have lost more than 100 days of fully living life to the possible fullest. It's okay to be sad. It's okay to be lazy. It's okay to be unproductive. Listen to your body and your heart, and it will tell you exactly what you need. Yeah, that's a good, I mean, that's true. That's, I haven't really thought about that, but this has been 100 days of living our lives that have been uh, affected by this. Yeah. We can't have the same fullness that we would want. No, you can't. You can't live life to the fullest right now. And that's that's really hard for some people, like to not mm-hmm. be able to go on adventures, go see friends. Go to your for, senior prom. Yeah. Oh, God. And I think like, about kids with prom or graduation. graduation. Mm-hmm. Or um, I think about like college athletes who are oh, like yeah. um, heading into March Madness, you know, yeah. and their senior year. Like it's, I think about those kids and kids so, who, with showcase that got canceled and okay you had a virtual one but still like that's moments that are detrimental and taken from you and you're allowed to mourn all that you're allowed to mourn it you're allowed to grieve it like I remember seeing that post on Facebook was like if you don't come out of this with like a new hobby of blah 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 you would least wasted your time I'm like no 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 how dare you how dare you like I you know I'm not gonna come out of this with a new hobby that's for sure I I'm coming out of my you know we will come out of this with plenty of episodes of the podcast but like other than that but we're coming um, out of it alive with good mental health Yes. And it was so funny. Uh, the you know the little girl I babysit for, she was talking to me today and she goes, you know how mom has your location? Because mom, the mom has my location. Oh, right. Mom. And she goes, sometimes she just checks up on you and she sees that you're in the house all the time, but that's where you're supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> she sees you're in the house all the time. You're like, listen, even without quarantine, that's exactly where that dot would have been. I'm telling you right now. Yeah, so she's like, well, that's, she goes, you know, at sometimes that, or that seems lazy, but it's not because that's exactly where you're supposed to be right now. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and I was like, wow, you, you said it best. That's exactly where I'm supposed to be right now is oh lazy gosh. and unproductive in my bed playing Animal Crossing or Friday the 13th. Thank correct. you very much. <laughs> correct. You're 100% correct on that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Number four. Ooh, this is a good one. Be patient and kind with essential workers. Having to work on top of all this nonsense has got to be absolutely grueling. Everyone, no matter what they say, is scared of what the future may hold after all of this is over. Mustering up all the calm energy you can while speaking with essential workers may be the kind of emotional break they need from the hustle and bustle of get in, get out, get in, get going, give me my change, I want this, I want that to go faster mentality of other people. Yeah, be fucking nice to other people i can't stand now that things are opening up oh i can't stand well i can stand it because i like it's i love seeing people called out for it like when people are so butthurt about having to wear a mask and like we talked about we i i don't mind the the concept of the karen but i you know michael's mom's name is karen right and karen but like you know the karen's uh quote unquote right the karen's like being just pissy about having to wear a mask and some people like spitting in people's faces like and I, I I'm like life is hard enough not having to work through all this imagine having to wake up in the morning and go to a grocery store and tell somebody who is feels so entitled that they need to wear a mask and then get spit on in I, the middle of a oh, pandemic well did you see that they where was this I just France Mm-hmm. They beat a bus driver and he is brain dead because he told them what? that he they he that he told these people they could knock it down without a mask and they beat him to the point that he is now brain dead. What is the matter with people? What? What is the matter with people? Seriously? Wear a fucking mask. It is not that hard. It helps other people, it helps you. And even if it doesn't, even if this is a giant fucking conspiracy theory, which it's not, but even if it is, this is so minuscule. Oh my god! It's a sheet like, of paper over your. It's face. a sheet of paper. It takes it takes nothing to wear it. And if and if this is a conspiracy theory, then at least, you know, everyone was safe. And if it's not, then you saved lives. Yeah. Like, but don't be a jackass. Wear a fucking mask. Yeah. And don't That's give people little- a hard time for telling you to wear it because you're supposed to. Yeah. Dum dums. Okay. Uh, dum dum. So there was a. Uh- 
a, a post on Facebook of this. So this mom that I used to skate with her daughters and she posted it was her her granddaughter's first birthday. And, you know, Chicago is is not allowing people from certain states into right. Chicago right now. Mm-hmm. And um, she posted this huge rant and was like, Chicago, you have worse things to, to, or you have bigger things to worry about. My Everly is turning one, and now, now she can't come to. Nobody can come to her birthday party, and I'm like, uh. I'm like, oh my god, uh, you know what? I can't wait for Everly to turn two, and her not have half her family because they came to her fucking birthday, and right. you guys all died, right? Because somebody came asymptomatic, not thinking that they could spread the virus, and then and somebody surprise. They did. Well, I've seen things where it's like a family went to a the barbecue. birthday party, a barbecue, and now they all, like 18 of them have corona because that's how that shit spreads. Yeah. And then there was one guy in California who he went to a barbecue and um, he th- thought like everything was going to be fine. And then he, somebody, somebody came to the barbecue with coronavirus but they were asymptomatic thinking that they could not spread it and then um he went into the hospital with coronavirus and he posted saying like this is real like i didn't think like this could happen you know california was getting better and then um the guy like fessed up saying i was asymptomatic and i was there and he died the next day after he posted that on facebook oh yeah and then we have sweet Nick Cordero who just passed oh away. Oh my gosh, on who, the it, who left behind a beautiful wife and a one-year-old who was oh. forty-one, healthy with no pre-existing conditions. Like healthy, it's the healthiest healthy, lungs, healthiest lungs. Broadway. He was a dancer, healthiest lungs ever. Like it's not. It uh, doesn't care. It doesn't yeah. care. Mm. Yes. Ooh, wear your fucking masks. Okay. Number five, be patient with yourself and those you are quarantining with. For you, it is Michael and Nessie. Michael is going through a lot with switching to a work-from-home environment. Nessie is missing her dog friends and the dog park. Everyone is trying to find a new normal. It's okay to get frustrated or flustered. It's okay to fight. But finding solutions, communicating, and giving space is really key right now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I A friend of mine was talking about, you know, being with her boyfriend during this all all of this and she's like oh I can't imagine you know marrying this person now and you know they broke up but like it's fine and all in great thank god but um she said I go you know we fight Michael and I fight too we're not mm-hmm. perfect like at, by yeah. any means like we got into a fight the other day like I I snipped at him this morning because the kitchen was a mess and I did all the laundry and I cooked us lunch and so I was like why can't the kitchen be clean for me to make us lunch and right. like but then it took it, all it took is for me to go I'm sorry I didn't mean that I'm just frustrated because it's a lot of food that I'm making for you right now for the full for the week and like I just I I don't know and so it's just it t- takes communicating and, and it's okay to to have those moments we're allowed Absolutely. to have those moments we're allowed well this has never happened like this where we have been with our partner or anyone you live with roommate parents partners for 24 7 for over 100 days that has never happened no that has never happened so of course like absolutely give yourself a break yeah yeah, give yourself some leeway with your people yes. you're quarantining with. Both on and both give them sides, some leeway. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You are incredibly lucky to be in the situation you are right now. You know this, and you never go a day without being so thankful. One day, we will be able to tell our children what it was like surviving a pandemic while living in New York City. Be vigilant, be smart, and be kind. We are going to get through this. Love me. Yeah, that's true. We can't tell our kids and grandkids one day. I mean, everybody can. And that's the mm-hmm. thing is that we are all, it's just like when we can tell like our kids about 9-11, like living through that, like, but that we, that was so, so specific to like the American culture. But this is, this is the world, the entire world. This is this entire, everybody who is living right now is like going to be able to say, I lived through a pandemic and this mm-hmm. is what it was like for me. Like everybody's gonna have their own story. Everybody's gonna be different, different situations, but we all are living through this. We're going through, we're not all in the same boat. We are all in the same storm. Some of us are in boats Ooh. that can can ebb and flow and go over the waves. And some of us are in tiny little life rafts and some of us have are so in nothing at all. Yeah. So we're all in the same storm. We're just not all in the same boat. We don't all have really the same well. boat. 
That's I believe well thought. I believe I I read that somewhere. So that's not me. I believe I I yeah. I saw, I saw something similar to that. But that's I like it, it stuck with me. Is that we're not we're not all in the same boat. We can't say it. We're all in the same storm right now. So yeah, I love that. Thank you. Okay, let's go to yours. Let's do it. A lot of mine are repeats from you, but screw it. <laughs> let's go. Let's Dear go. me. <laughs> hey there, Dum Dum. <laughs> remember when broadway shut down for a month in march and you were all like cool about it and like yeah okay cool see y'all in a month stay safe but then the entire world decided to not listen to the cdc and not wear masks and now broadway shut down until 2021 <laughs> yeah me too here's what i wish i knew before going into quarantine <laughs> did still- i send you the tiktok where it's like if you're unhappy and it's because certain people won't wear a mask and your life was going really great, but then there was a pandemic and it like goes on for like three minutes. And then it like, he just talks like this. And he's like, and some people are worried about their freedoms, but then they won't wear masks and people are dying all around them, but they don't care. So that's why you're unhappy and your life's ruined. Clap your hands. Oh my it's God. Gold. It's gorgeous. I'm going to send it to you. Okay, it's fantastic. Please do. I will. Um, so there was something I was about to say, but I don't remember it now. That's okay. That's I'll okay. probably... I'll probably oh and oh, like I I remember there. it. Okay, go. I cannot believe the last Broadway show we saw in <gasps> 2020. We walked it, out. Uh, we walked out of it. It's the last show. It might be the last show we see on Broadway for who knows how long. And I'm I saw that today because I was looking pictures on my phone, and I got like I had the screenshot of when I won the tickets, and I am so mad that that's a uh, live it. What, um, we're not going to name it, but I am mad. Nope pissed i am pissed off we saw one that we did not like and by golly it should have just been wicked and that we was like, just went and saw wicked seriously uh i have never seen it in new york i've seen it in when it was on oh. tour about like 12 years ago oh yeah so i definitely need to see wicked when it when everything reopens uh um, that's coming back at least oh for sure wicked you're safe i've decided wicked you're all right <laughs> You can hang. You got some reserves. You're I re- remember that because it was like it was kind of starting the the whole shutdown, and we mm-hmm. went we went anyway, and yeah. there was remember, there was people oh coughing in front of us, and we were and just like we gotta get out of here. That's like, yeah, and like everyone on the subway, you like gave me hand sanitizer, and people laughed at us on the subway, and we were both like, listen, you're all laughing, but we sat down in that theater, and it was before it was even a thing, and you and I both, someone was coughing, and I was like, we need to leave. I'm uncomfortable. We need to go. We need to go. Yeah. Oh, my God. You're right. I can't believe that's the last one we saw. Bullshit, bullshit, oh bullshit. Okay. This wedding is horseshit. This wedding is horse. I didn't want salmon. I said it ten times. <laughs> oh, God. Number one. It's okay to be scared or depressed and to have mood swings. Talk to your doctor. There are medications that can help. Yep. Ching. Just do it. Don't Just do it. Like, Don't be scared. At the beginning, it was like, just just have alcohol. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like, you just have alcohol and maybe, you know, just a little bit of, you know, fun things. But, it, or, you know, bake a lot of bread. And now it's like, give me some SSRIs, please. Thank, please and thank you. Alcohol can no longer help me. No. <laughs> Number two. You, you don't need to accomplish a million things right now. This is a crisis. You're doing enough. That being said, you start out strong. Now you're lucky. If you if you put on a bra, <laughs> if you put a bra on, is that what it says? Oh my yeah. god! <laughs> and then read number three real quick. Okay, okay. Number three. That being said, going braless braless is awesome. I might keep it up post quarantine. Yeah, it's Let's, great. I love it. Now listen, I have saggy boobs. <laughs> like that song, like do your ears hang low? Apply boobs to that, and like that's my boobs. They are not. They are not um, shapely. They are like wet bags of sand. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, and so I never went braless because I was like, everyone is going to look at my weird 98 lady boobs. 98-year-old grandma boobs. Uh, no one is looking and uh, no one cares. So that's the freedom I found in quarantine. I'm not mad about it. Actually, I'm going to take my bra off right now. Yeah. Why do you have I'm, one on? Because I had to go to the chiropractor today and I wanted to look nice because I got a Dyson Airwrap and I figured if I spent that much money on my hair, I should maybe put nice clothes on. And I went and then spent $150 on makeup. And I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I told you, manic episode. You had an outing. I did. I but, did. But let, let's talk about the Dyson Airwrap for a second. Oh, can we just... That, please, please sponsor us. The brush us. one is my favorite. The round one? 
No. No. The flat one. No way. The flat one dries my hair in like five minutes and it's perfectly straight. And then I use the round one just on the ends to make it look like a fake block. It is amazing. I also went and bought the longer um, barrels. Okay. Because my hair is now down to my butt. So I need it. And I was like, I'm either going to chop all my hair off or I'm going all in with this Dyson Airwrap. And apparently I'm keeping, I decided that my long hair makes me look young. I don't know why. And I'm going to keep clutch onto it now like the fountain of youth. So I spent $600 on a hair machine. (laughs) But my tax return covered it. I just got to say that I don't have $600 just willy-nilly spend. And I've wanted this for how long, Brooke? Oh, since uh, since I got it. Like, so that was... um, January. Like, yeah, January around there. So, yeah. It's... Get it. It's it's glorious. And I, like, highly recommend it to share it with the household. Like, Michael uses it every day. He uses it more than I do right now because I don't really Really? do anything to my hair right now. Yeah, you're like, I'm not going anywhere. I'm actually, like, considering getting a perm. Do it. Because... Now's the time. You saw my hair curly. Like... I love it. Do it. (laughs) absolutely i'm here for it perm your fucking hair i mean why not and if it's awful then you stay in the house for another two months and it goes away or you just put your hair up in a bun which i do every day i don't really know how perms work except from what i know from legally blonde yeah Uh, the ammonia flight phygoccolate yeah (laughs) yep where she was completely hosed down from head to toe um absolutely i am in full support of this Okay, great. I wanted to get bangs, and I was really excited about it, and I've been talking about it. I was like, gonna cut my hair short and get bangs, blah, blah, blah. I made the appointment, and finally, after I've been talking about it for months, Dave one day is like, hey, could I, could I tell you something? I'm like, yeah, what's up? And he goes, um, I absolutely fucking hate bangs on oh everybody, God. and I think that they are not cute, and I would really appreciate it if you don't get them. He's like, obviously, it's your body, whatever you want. I'm just letting you know I oh find bangs God. hideous. And I was like, what if you Thank hadn't you for your told honesty. me? <laughs> What yeah, if I went seriously. and got fucking bangs and then you have to look at me and think, man, those bangs suck until they grow out. Or what if I loved them and kept them? So apparently a oh lot of dudes God. don't like bangs because I've asked other dude friends and not a lot of them like bangs. Surprise. No, I think I think bangs are very uh, juvenile and not and not in a great sense. Yeah. Um, I mean, unless you're like, Zoe Deschanel who pulls them off fantastically. Yeah. But I don't yeah. think that's me. And I think you have a pretty forehead in that you don't need him. Oh, thank you, because I was going to get it to hide my forehead. No, you don't need them. Thanks, friend. Yeah, you're welcome. Some people need them. Like, some people yeah, truly do need bangs, and you're not one of them. Thank you. You can go without them. Thanks, appreciate it. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> Number four, try and keep a loose schedule. Wake up and go to bed at the same time. Stretch every day. Get your 10,000 steps in. You were super smart to buy a Fitbit right away. It keeps you accountable. You are so much better than me because I go to sleep whenever the fuck I want. I wake oh, up whenever no. the fuck I want. I don't hit 10,000 steps a day. Ru- that ruins me. <laughs> and I, because I've had like a week where I'm like, fuck it all. I don't care. But I feel like shit. Yeah. So I try and go to bed every day between like 10 and 11, maybe 10 to 1130. And I try yeah. and wake up. I have my alarm set for 8 a.m. every day. And I, like today, I woke up. And I swear to God, this medication's helped me with this too. Like I woke up, got out of bed, walked the dog, did my yoga, did a little meditation, made some breakfast, and then like Dave got up and I was like, oh, good morning. It's 10. Like, yeah. I had a whole day. But I, I you, and then I take get my steps in every single day. I'm like, oh, like right now I'm at 15,000. I will just go outside and walk around until I get my steps and listen to my audiobook. I love you so much. You are every girl on Instagram I hate. I don't even have Instagram anymore. I know. I know. But I'm saying like the people I'm who are like. I'm live Instagram. Get up. Get up and stretch. Get up and stretch. Sure I'm only doing it because I got a slip today. disc. I know. I know. I and should like, send you the yoga video I do. It is abysmal because I was doing really good at yoga, like getting mm-hmm. pretty fucking good at it. Then I have a slip disc. And I'm telling you, when I can only do like two exercises, it is so frustrating. And I'm oh, trying hard no. not to get discouraged because I'm like, I'm, you know, I'm doing this to get better. Mm hmm. But Jesus Christ. Yeah. But see, the thing is, is that now that you don't have Instagram, you just, I mean, you've never done it for other people. You've never done it for the gram. Yeah, I just do it for me. You do it for you. And that's amazing. And I wish I could do it. But honestly, I just like, as much as I'm like, sometimes I like sometimes go to bed and go, you know what? I'm going to wake up early. I'm going to get Nessie's walk out of the way. I'm going to go like grab Michael some Starbucks because he makes me coffee every morning. And like, I'm going to do this. I wake up at 10. Like, (laughs) Oh boy! Yeah, I mean, well, love it every morning. But to each their own. You I gotta know. do what makes you happy. I know. 
Um, I the, there's a character in Animal Crossing that says that it's Leaf, and he sells plants. And so I feel like he's your spirit animal. And he, he says, like, if you don't buy something from him, he goes, that's okay. You just got to do what makes you happy. Oh, I love him. <laughs> oh, that might be my spirit animal. He's a sloth. <gasps> he is my spirit animal. <laughs> well, he's, really, he's a sloth yeah. that sells plants and yeah. is just concerned about your happiness. Yeah. I love him. I need to play again because I, I need to meet him. I'll have to find this sticker. There's a murderino that made a really cute sticker that is leaf and it says you got to do what makes you happy. I'll find oh. I'll find the picture and then we'll tag her on. Uh, do on it. Social media post. It's really cute. Do it. <laughs> Number five. Do things you love. Want to read Harry Potter again? Do it. Yep. Want to create a little vanity for yourself in your apartment? Yep. Want to paint your bathroom? Do it. Yep. Do things that make you happy. You got to do what makes you happy. got to do what makes you happy. <laughs> so did you paint your bathroom yet? I did. It's blue. It's How does it look? So much better. Because we had like, our apartment is teeny teeny. Mm-hmm. I We absolutely adore it. So much natural light. We love our neighbors. We love our landlord. But it's an old apartment. So the the wall is like an off-white but then the trim was white but then yeah. also like the bathtub is white and the vanity is an off-white so i told him like let's just I, it's too much weird whites yeah so we painted it like a nice i really wanted a dark 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 blue and dave was like no and so we have a middle ground blue because it's both of our houses so we have like a nice country blue now it's a yeah. lot better than the nasty ass white it was you need to take a picture and send it to me because i uh need to I see will. that I'll take off a picture for you. Thanks. Appreciate it. Number six. Your marriage will actually get much better during quarantine because you two do the work. You communicate and chat about wants and needs. You have weekly schedule check-ins to discuss things. You're reading books together and you end up stronger than ever, which is amazing because you entered quarantine in a rough place. But now it's so good. Yeah. That's great. It's I'm so glad you guys are doing great. Because it was, it, I mean, I, I won't go into it on right. details on the podcast, but you know we were really, really struggling. We were having, having a really rough patch in our marriage. I mean, we've been married, like, going on five, six years. I don't know. We've been together forever. Um, and we hit, like, a really, really rough patch. And we decided to both kind of put in the work. And we've been reading books together about, like, relationships, things that we both want to improve or need need from the other person to feel supported and loved. And we have weekly, every Thursday, we sit down with our checklists and we like discuss things upcoming for the next week, kind of like, oh, I scheduled a vet appointment for Butters on Wednesday at 11. Oh, cool. I'll come with you. What time are you working on Thursday? And we look at our week and then we end it with saying like, we'll, we will acknowledge the other person and say like, hey, this week, I really appreciated when you made the bed on Thursday. It was so nice to come home to or whatever. And then he'll, mm-hmm. you know, we'll say in the next week, I'd really love it if you could work on X, Y, Z. So that way there's like a safe place for either of us to feel f- like, heard to air grievances and it has been game changing because that's the way Dave kind of works I'm very emotional whereas he yeah. likes to like have it all in like a, a, a um an understandable way he's almost so like for us, he like so you you are more I'm trying to think of like very visual so you are somebody who likes to so you your desk is it's not messy but it's an organized mess of all the things that you love and then there's Dave who likes the, the accordion binders yes Yes, like, or like that's my your, that's desk. Your, the, my desk is completely empty because I want to deal with things right away, and that okay. kind of overwhelms Dave. Dave will like and have Dave, a certain Dave time and date his, to deal with things. Yeah, he puts yes. his in an accordion binder, shuts it, and then opens yes. it at the right time. <laughs> that's correct. And that so for him, sense. it's been and and he always struggled with communicating as like a dude. Um, mm-hmm. And this has helped him so much because he feels like not that I'm. This makes me sound like I'm a fucking crazy bitch, which I'm not. But it makes him feel as though there's a safe place in which he can tell me things in which I won't get upset or get angry because I'm already bracing myself. I already know that this is a time in which he can express things to me and I can express things to him. So neither one of us feel as if we're being ganged up on. Yeah. That's- and it's been amazing. That's great. So our marriage is like in the best place it's been in years, which is so funny because everyone's like, I want to kill my husband. I'm like, we are doing fantastic. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> like, we're doing really great. That's awesome. I love that. Yeah. I'm happy. Happy for y'all. Thanks, friend. Number seven, you're going to gain some weight back and hurt your back and not be able to work out at all. It's totally fine. Don't worry about it or beat yourself about it. Beat yourself up about it too much. Yeah, it sucks. Just try your best to maintain. Yeah. Yeah. It's I have I haven't actually gained any weight. I have maintained where I've lost. 
But like my muscle okay. tone is pretty much gone. And now that I can't mm-hmm. work out because I'm a dumb back because I'm 30, uh, I'm just like, you know what? I get my steps in. I take it easy. Take it yeah. easy. Take it easy. Take it easy. <laughs> <laughs> We're the 30-year-olds on TikTok. TikTok. Oh, my God. Take it easy. Okay. Take it easy. Tia, I told Tia, I was like, Tia, I'm obsessed with TikTok. And I constantly sent her some. And she goes, okay, I have to download it now. And then we download it. it. And we constantly send each other shit. I don't do anything in on all. I made made one with my curly hair. And then I made made a couple with Nessie. I made a couple, but with, like, but... With like in like babysitting, right? Babysitting, but yeah. truly, all we do is send so many videos to. I mean, count countless. <laughs> countless. When I think about how much we talk, just in terms of how many videos we send to each other, you and I talk all day, every day, mm-hmm. at all times. Yeah, it's fantastic. TikTok oh, yeah. is amazing. Um, it's yeah. And I t- I sent this this one to T that I watched six times today. It's the one of of uh it like looks like somebody's like vagina and it then it uh, and then it uh, pans out and it's actually <laughs> like Trump's chin and like no, not even his chin. It's, it's his, his neck fat yeah. in like dangling in the wind. It's, it's gross. It's like his collar is too tight and so he has a little ball sack of a neck. He looks like a it looks like a very wrinkly puss and it's and it's actually uh, his neck fat. It is, um, it's so vile and so good. And you sent it to me. I was like, ew, she sent me a ball sack. And then zoomed out and I was like, oh my God. It's still a ball sack. Uh, it's a ball sack attached to a ball sack is what it is. Yeah. Oh God. Uh. <laughs> Number eight. Speaking of. Yeah, speaking of. It's okay to get rid of all streaming service services and your social media right now it doesn't mean you're not involved or don't care about the issues you are and you do it just means that it was all too much and honestly you were wasting hours with mindless scrolling and hours well now i'm wasting hours just on tiktok tiktok i i've gotten to the point where i only allow myself to have tiktok like two days a week (laughs) i delete it and re-download it like two days a week but i don't have instagram or facebook or Twitter, I don't, on my phone and iPad, I do not have Netflix or Hulu or Amazon Prime or Disney Plus. That's only on my TV, which I don't even use because I hate it because it's an Xbox. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so now I've been listening to audiobooks and podcasts and the news and it's been nice. It's been, because I just realized like with social media, I struggle so hard Yeah. Um, with comparing to other people, worrying about saying the right thing or not saying the right thing or saying too much or not saying enough and it, it got to a point where it was so deteriorating my mental health that I was like you know what I just need a minute I just and I was applying for some jobs and I was like okay you know what kind of the perfect time to just take a minute yeah and it's been great I got into a fight on Facebook oh I did too bitch I uh that somebody That's number nine somebody commented on my uh post I posted saying that um you know, Tamir Rice was killed by the police, and yet yeah. this woman who you know flaunted her little her little gun in front of the protesters is oh, still on the board of ethics, at, pointed at protesters, oh, and and he he posted saying, "What about the gate that the protesters knocked down to get to their property?" Mm-hmm. And so I like I I had this I I am the person who if you're gonna fucking try me on Facebook, oh, I have I, like I'm coming for you. I have my sources cited. Yep. I have checked my bias and I have peer reviewed the shit out of my comments. My teachers will be fucking proud of me. Like, oh, yeah. I didn't come here to fucking play checkers. No. If you're going to come for us, we're going to fucking tell it like it is. Do you want to know what he said? He goes, because people were liking my response, like up to like 40 people liked it. Yeah, like, because and nobody you have liked a fucking it. brain. And um, he goes, I see that everybody likes your thing on your platform. So I'm just going to, I'm going to like yield. Like, or he said, he said, oh, I'm not, he said, I'm not, like, I can't win. Yeah. So he said, I just, oh, I, he said, I just, uh, I don't feel like replying. And I'm like, you can't just like instigate something and then just and decide. Then not. To not right. do it because you're afraid of what people are going to say to Correct. you. Like if you have some, you're seeing things if, in a public forum. Like literally, I wanted to, I wanted to quote Hamilton and say, if you stand for nothing, what will you what fall for? You? Absolutely. And um, he, he, like I, I kept saying, I'm like, why, why you? 
no, if you're if you're going to take a stand against my post, take a fucking stand like a man. And um, he's like, well, we can agree to disagree. I said, no, 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 no. Not we anymore. Can't we can't do that anymore. We you can do that do when it, it comes to what kind of laundry detergent you use. And if you want to fight with me that Tide is the worst, then, wor- then we can agree to disagree. disagree. Fine, yeah. it's laundry detergent. When it comes to people's lives and people's safety and people being treated like fucking human beings oh by God. the people that are supposed to protect us, I know. then no, we don't agree to disagree. That just is stupid. And then he had the audacity to say to me, I because I said, like, he said, clearly you have fr- you surround yourself with people who are emboldened by this movement. And I said, mm-hmm. and I said, but you know what? I'm also your friend on Facebook. Why? I said, why am I friends with you? I don't have I don't have a clue because I worked with your sister, not you. I barely know you. And he goes, well, actually, we met a bunch of times at Disney, but it just seemed like you would you didn't remember me every single time. And oh, because you met four people a day at Disney, right? That's like the right number. You met like four people a day? Yeah. And, How dare you not remember and, him? And um, and it's not that I didn't remember him. It's because somebody told me to stay away from him because he ding, was ding, a ding. creepy. And so I would just pretend I didn't know him. Oh, and uh, and I would just smile and walk away when he would say oh, hi. Yeah. And then I said, I, I said, I would see you. I would smile. And that's all I need to do for you. And he said, yeah. And he goes, well, you could have tried to get to know me. And I was like, no, 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 no. no. That's That's all I I owe you. you. I literally, I don't don't even owe you a smile. I don't. But I am a nice person. So I'm just going to smile and I'm going to walk away. Like, oh, it just like, like, there's so many things about that conversation. It's made me want to die. But like, also, it made me feel like really great about myself because I'm like, you're going to yield? Yes. Like, you dumbass. Right. Like, Like, fine, then fuck off. Then Do you know one of my favorite things about TikTok is? What? How much millennials support Gen Z because they are like us if we had balls. Yes, that's But correct. we all love them and support them and we're like, yeah, fucking burn it all down. It Eat down. the bridge. Yeah, burn it we down. We didn't have the balls to do it, but we are supporting you doing it. And it's not that we didn't have the balls. We didn't have the balls at their age. We have them yes, now. That's what, we have them now, but we weren't as empowered no, as you not at as all. they were. And we not even a little bit. We weren't educated was, in the what in the goings on of p- politics and racism and yes, and all correct. that and you know social standards and all that stuff. We just went about our merry lives, going about like there was nothing wrong with the society. Like we thought it was fine. And now we realize, but I just love how supportive we are of Gen Z because we're like, you guys got it. You babies got it. We got your back. You need anything? Snacks? A condom? <laughs> Healthcare for everyone? Equal rights? Let me know. <laughs> oh, God. I love you guys. I love you guys so much. <laughs> Actually, this ties in perfectly to my last one. Great. Yeah. <sighs> Number nine. You're going to lose family during this time. This global pandemic somehow splits families politically and has people willing to cut you out of their lives for wanting to follow the government and stay safe. Honestly, just don't sweat it. You know you're doing everything you can to protect yourself and others. You have plenty of people in your life who love you. You don't want people in your life who don't want to be there. Yeah. It's so true. And it's yeah, it's like, not just true in for the pandemic. It's also true. It's for also true Black for Lives Black Matter. Lives Matter. Like it's one hundred percent. It's in tandem, and it's it yes. sucks that it's happening at the same time because there's these are two very important issues that need to ta- be taken seriously separately and together because there is an ungodly amount of Black people who are who are being affected by this pandemic yes. that we are not talking about. But like Absolutely. also there, it's, so it's two, two separate things. But there's also it, there's a common ground there. There's a hundred percent a common ground and hundred percent. And but both. also let me rephrase. Yeah, I said, I said in that I said because um, they wanted to cut me out of their lives for wanting to follow the government and stay safe. And by follow the government, I mean the CDC, yes. yeah, not the government, yeah, because our government's a fucking joke right now. Correct. I wanted you, to clarify the, that. that Donald Trump's a fucking idiot. Yeah, you wanted but, you wanted to follow the safety guidelines of like yes. Cuomo, who like says yes, like, that's what I mean. Like that, like that's the kind of like that's the following. government yeah. I'm following. I wanted to clarify that. Yeah, I want I don't want everyone being like, wait, what? No, no. I still believe we should upheave the whole institution. Um, but you're right. There is a common middle ground, and it is so polarizing for family members right now. And, um, you know, I recently had a family member tell me to stay the fuck out of their lives, and my mindset is like, okay. okay. If, like, okay, you don't need to tell me twice. That's totally fine. <laughs> That's, um, okay. Take okay, it easy. Take it easy. That's, I was like, okay. Take it easy. Take it easy. Take it easy. <laughs> Like, I was like, okay, uh, you're wrong. So, bye. 
Yeah. Like, oh, take it easy. Take it easy. Luckily, my, my family, like, my general family ish has been very much like this is serious we need to mm. wear masks we need to social distance like all that yeah. stuff um and yeah so- mine for the most part is too i mean there's obviously always a couple that are like you know it's a conspiracy theory but uh which it's not but ask nick Odero's wife if it's a conspiracy theory but um honestly it, it let let the crazies go if they <laughs> If they want to try their lives, uh, and go for it. And it is really, really hard to be able to see somebody who you have known your whole life. And love. And love yeah. in their own way, whether that's like true deep love or that's a familial love where you just love mm-hmm. that person because they're your blood. Because they've been in your life for so long. It's so hard to let that go. And and um, I had a family member, and this is more towards the Black Lives Matter movement than mm-hmm. pandemic. Um, I had a family member post the shooting of the the man in the Wendy's Wendy's parking lot, and he said, "I don't see anything wrong with what the cops <gasps> did." And um, so I got really nervous about calling him out and saying, "Yeah, because like, it's like it's a family member." Yeah, and, you know. I got really nervous about it. I wanted, to, I kind of wanted to message him, but he had friends saying, "Like you're right, man. Like the cop did everything right." And so I was like, "I want to, I, I want to take right. a moment like, mm. with some educated research on what what happened in that instance." And so I posted this whole thing. I said, "Did this man deserve to lose his life? No, right. like he did not. No. Did he deserve to to, to serve time for yes. taking the 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 taser of the police? Yes. Did yes. he deserve to have a trial by?" jury judge and jury yes yes but he did not deserve to get his life taken and my um my cousin responded saying i did not realize that the this man was killed i didn't know like he or he oh. said because the the, hmm. the video he shared stopped um you oh. can't see it like it's hidden mm-hmm. like it's the 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 angle that it's hidden so yeah he was just thinking that this man got arrested he didn't oh. re- he was like I did not realize that this... And if you hadn't said it. And he... And I said... And I'm thinking, all it took was a quick Google of the guy's name, of the victim's That's name. That's it. It That's would take a quick Google. Quick Google. And... Um, uh, he, we got into it like a little bit because he's like, he still kind of sided with the cops, but like he, he said, no, he didn't, he didn't deserve to lose his life over this. But then he, he's still, he isn't aligned with the Black Lives Matter movement. He's very anti-Black Lives Matter, but he, I think he realized the cop was in the wrong in that. So he deleted the Facebook post and yeah. deleted the, 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 um, my, all my, you know, research, which is fine. I would rather right. that You're be like, down. I'd rather it be gone. I'd because... rather it be gone. But like, if, yeah. when you, when you combat a family member with well researched oh. um narratives it's it's so hard to see them backlash on that because yeah. you're like you're somebody That's who what I it was. care about you're somebody who I definitely care about and I want to be in my life but I also right. want but you to but at the to same make, time I want your brain to make good decisions and I want your I I want you to feel for these people and I want you to yeah. I want you to take things seriously just like your coronavirus stuff like you want yeah. you want your well, family and to it, take you're it you're right it's all tied in together because it's all this common ground but you're right there's you know you shouldn't be afraid of speaking out to family in instances when they are wrong. And if they choose to then cut you out of their lives, then that's up to them. But at least you spoke your truth and you know that you didn't do anything wrong and you know you behaved in a, you know, a situation that was a manner that was fine. You know, as long as, like you said, you're using yeah proof and peer-reviewed things and whatnot when when i got into that fight about the gate with that guy who i worked with Mm -hmm. at disney michael michael said just leave it alone like you don't want to fight on facebook i said no 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 that's what i I said that's what they that's that's being a good ally right now is is standing up for so for for the black lives matter movement and for black humans that's being an ally and he goes and that's that can be on facebook Mm -hmm. that can be at a dinner table yeah that can be be anywhere um, I can be anywhere. I can be on the street. It can be anywhere. And anywhere. And that and and that also goes for coronavirus and and telling mm-hmm. people they need to wear a mask. They need to take yep. this seriously. Like it's gonna be uncomfortable. You're going to have yes. uncomfortable conversations. Yep. But as you might long, lose people. As long as you know that you have done your research in the best mm-hmm. way possible by checking your biases, checking your facts, mm-hmm. um, talking to people who are your friends that are also well researched people that you can and approach it with as much love as you possibly can and as much yes. like yep. kindness and understanding and, and understanding and then and if they mm-hmm. lose if you lose them then it's not you on you them. it is yeah. you have done you did everything you can to try to make this person see reason and then they chose to leave 
That is exactly right. That is exactly right. They chose to leave. And that and that sucks. But yep. honestly, why but would you want that person in your life anyway? So that's kind of where I'm at. But yes. <sighs> all right. Let's finish this up. Wrap it up. Honestly, we're all just trying to figure it out day by day. Hang in there, babe. You got this. And everyone listening, wear a fucking mask. Wash your hands. I mean, come on. Love me. Yeah. So at the end of the day, that's all it takes. Two very simple, simple steps. And uh, yeah. I wouldn't, and Broadway wouldn't be closed down until 2021. So just fucking do it. Okay? Yeah. No. Okay? Just, okay? just do like, it. Just just fucking do you it. You know, I, I, we should find some, or we should post our um, our little quarantine our door- sections. That's what I, yeah, oh. our doors. Like the, yes. the doors. And, and honestly, I really want to make it cute because I want people to see that you can make part, the, this, yes, it, we're going to have to deal with this for a long time. There's going to be yeah. a lot of of breadcrumbs left behind from this so the and honestly Enjoy wearing what wear, you can get so make it cute make it make, make your it entryway cute make put where you get put your mask masks where you put your hand sanitizers where you everything can be cute just make it absolutely cute. it can make it cute yeah, we quarant- love you guys do it quarantine but make it cute quarantine make it cute <laughs> if you guys have letters you'd like to write us about anything how your quarantine's been going things you've missed things you wish you could know Anything in life. doesn't have to be quarantine. It could be things you... Anything. Write us. Send us an email to dearmelovemepodcast at gmail.com. And we will probably see you next week. Yeah. Yeah. We'll probably. See yeah. We'll see you next yeah, week. Yeah. We'll see you next week. We'll figure it out. And uh, this is a good episode. Do you want to say it? That's quarantine, baby. <laughs> Bye. Goodbye. Dear listener, support for this podcast comes from you. Just for taking a chance on a new podcast. Have a suggestion for a letter? Or do you want to write one yourself? Email us at dearmelovemepodcast at gmail.com. All Dear Me, Love Me art is created by Julie Eccles. Thank you, Julie. Music is composed and produced by Connor Simpson. Follow us on all the gross social media sites we have. Instagram at dearmelovemepodcast, Twitter at dmlmpodcast, and you can find us on Facebook too. Thanks for listening. Love.